What's up, Jazz fans? Thank, thank you for hitting the high notes. Um, uh, we're all hitting the high notes again now. Um, our last episode, we weren't so much. And it's crazy how one week can change all that. Um, uh, thank you for hitting the high notes with me. It's Hu Tran, and I'm here with Mr. Go the, the Distance. Oh, excuse me. Go the Distance 49, Jared Barker. What's up, man? Hey, not much, man. How you doing? I mean, I don't know if you can tell. I'm, I'm still like... I'm fighting off a flu, man. Like uh, being being sick for two weeks is uh, ten out of ten. Do not recommend. I'll tell you. Yeah, that, right that now. blows, man. Seriously, yeah, it has, not, has not been great. But um, uh, yeah, like I said, um, uh, last time we 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 did uh, what three episodes last week, uh, and maybe we were the jinx because um, uh, the Jazz went um, uh, lost five in a row. But after our third show, they decided to go and win four. Um, uh, and Honestly, um, uh, even after that five-game uh, stretch, the Jazz um, uh, go into the All-Star break with one of their highest winning percentages ever. So um, uh, it's not, not too bad. Uh, we bring in a, a good friend of mine, uh, an old pal. And when I say old, I mean I've known this guy for almost two decades. Um, uh, he's a, he's a squatcher, the Squatcher of Dragons, Mr. Logan Cox. What's up, Logan? <laughs> squatcher of Dragons. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, that makes me feel old when you say two decades. It's the truth, man. You were always the oldest. And uh, to, to circle back to your sickness, that sounds like Corona. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> Definitely um, uh, some sort of been coronavirus. To, been to Chinese, a Chinese uh, restaurant lately, apparently? No. It, yeah, I don't know. If it, what, what, the, the, the CDC said it is transmitted via conference call, so I'll put my mask on. And I'll get right back. <laughs> Man, I've heard some ridiculous things about the coronavirus. Yeah, not the least yeah, of which uh, was that comment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, bringing it back to basketball a little bit. Um, uh, some of the guys that played in China, I I want to say had their contracts some uh, canceled because of the coronavirus. So FK Udo is back in the states. Oh yeah, I heard about. Uh, I think they canceled the season. Yeah, they canceled the season. So those guys are, are I, I actually haven't heard. I the rumors were those guys were free to sign with any team, um, and uh, that that ran um, uh, jazz rumor mill uh, earlier in the week because they saw Thurl Bailey um, have uh, dinner with um, uh, FK Udo earlier in the week. Yeah, uh, was in Houston, I want to say. So he ran into him in Houston. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote ran wow. into him. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, uh, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, so let's talk about jazz buyout market. Cause I know that's uh, one thing that the trade deadline came and went. We talked about how we, none of us really thought the jazz were going to make a trade and they didn't. I mean, the jazz were just very low on assets that even Ed Davis and Amade Moutier, who the jazz were shopping around, they just didn't have that much uh, value. Like a lot of people weren't paying to, giving up an asset to trade for somebody they only had rights for half a year, you know? Right. And it's hard to blame the Jazz. I'm sure they tried. They called. Um, well, Ed Davis has a, another year on his contract. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think him yeah. by himself has, has got that much value. And that's the problem is that he's not playing right now. And even off reputation alone, just people were not that interested. And it is what it is. Uh, the Jazz right now uh, – you know, and, and we talked about this plenty of times. How the Jazz made their trade? They made their trade uh, in, in November for right. for Jordan Clarkson. So, you know, they they, they put their chips in. They, they it's what they did. Um, and uh, obviously, it's worked out pretty well for the Jazz. The Jazz are, you know, fourth in the West um, uh, with a lot of wins. The West is just really hard. So, hey, I think uh, this is a great opportunity to get Logan's uh, opinion on that trade. What do you What do you like so far from from Clarkson, Logan? No, I mean, I, obviously, it's hard to argue with the results currently. I mean, they were pretty, they were pretty spot on. Um, I, uh, I was kind of in the dark zone with this, whatever this XM Island bullshit is. I, didn't, I wasn't aware of what that was until I really cranked up the Twitter again. I mean, it just seemed like we were hanging on to that guy for so long and just was never producing. I just didn't quite, I didn't quite get what the love was for him. I never saw that he just wasn't able to get on the court. So I think that anything yeah, was an upgrade. It was too bad. Uh, and I, I, and, and, and I think that Clarkson is exactly what you need off the bench. He's just like that, uh, you know, he's like that Lou Williams straight score. That's all. I mean, he's not going to give you a whole lot outside of that, but that's exactly what you need some punch off the bench. I think he's, I think he, he is what he is and he's perfect for what they need. That's, that's, I mean, that's the way I feel about it. And the results and, recently, pretty hard, crazy. pretty hard to argue with that. I, I'm with you there. It's pretty crazy that like, you'll see some of his moves and you're like, man, he learned that from Kobe. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Just wild. absolutely. 
Yeah, some, uh, and so I, I would argue with people, on it, and I don't mean to argue, it's just like one of the things that I'm trying to talk people away from the hysteria because, you know, 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. hit Mountain Standard Time on the trade deadline hit, and, you know, Jazz fans were very mad because the Jazz had not announced any trades. We need another like, guys, move, yeah. Guys, yeah. The, 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 the Jazz what, had when made did a the trade. When did the Jazz make the big trade? Though they don't make it, the Jazz make their trade with Cleveland two months early. Every that's just, I mean, I that's mean yeah, they, they did it twice right. now. They did, they did <laughs> I mean, it twice. Yeah, yeah. 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 Make sure to trade for Cleveland players. Yeah. Like that, that was my point. Yeah. Was like I, I would ask him like, would it? Would you feel better about the Jordan Clarkson trade if it happened in the middle of February or in the middle of November when it could help you more? Like it happened. The Jazz had already made a trade, and uh, I know that people were just like, we need one more move. But again, when you use all your assets to get Mike Conley in the offseason, to use the rest of your assets. Um, uh, to get uh, Jordan Clarkson in November, and really they they had a couple second round picks. They had uh, Ed Davis and Emmanuel Mude who weren't playing, and we talked about how it probably wasn't going to happen for the Jazz at the trade deadline. And yeah. still, people just wanted to like. I mean, it wasn't there, there were some trades, but it wasn't like every single other team made a trade except for the Jazz. Yeah, it was only like I mean, there was what did that end up being a three or four team trade with with Houston and. That was the big trade. That was a big. That was a big trade, and I mean, it worked. It's, it might work out for Houston. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. The, the, I mean, we'll see. I'm, I'm very wait and see on that for so. sure. Because like with going without a true center, like playing Tucker as your center, it's it's a big risk. Uh, what I I think is impressive about that is that they saw the personnel. They saw Capella. They saw Westbrook. They saw Harden, and they said, you know what. You know, we think Capella. Uh, you know, I think I think straight up they think Capella is a more talented player than Covington, but they know they that Westbrook. That his ex- yeah, I think they think his position is more expendable. Yeah, and they they, 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 they know that Westbrook needs more space to work with to be a, right. You know, the player that Westbrook can be, and so getting a player like Covington was more beneficial for them at that point. And so, I don't know, Maury, I, I think, should get some more credit for, you know, just just like just uh, taking a chance, um, uh, throwing it out there and uh, and gambling, you know. Well, like he saw his roster. And, but, that, but that move was also a get-under-the-tax move. For, so. Well, and, and, hey, you know, he, can't, he has to be able to do both. And so, yeah, you can't argue with the ownership, right? Like I'm a, well, I mean, think about next summer for the jazz. They're going to have to make some, you know, you can be in the tax a year, but if you're not going to win a championship, you can't stay in the tax. So. And repeater tax is killer, especially for small market. But you know, that's next year. We'll worry about that next year. Let's worry about this year. And like, uh, and I mentioned this last week when the jazz were, it's not fun to talk about when you lose five in a row. But now the Jazz are back on a winning streak. Let's talk about Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert finally being um, uh, in going to the All Star game. Like the All Star week has started. The the last games were tonight, um, uh, tomorrow, uh, Friday, or whenever you listen to this Friday, Valentine's Day. They're going to start the uh, uh, celebrity game and All Star week um, uh, uh, kicks off. And uh, over under, I don't know when Jazz fans are going to start complaining that they're. There isn't a jazz game on for like a week, so <laughs> it's already started. It's already right. Begun. Um, uh, Logan, um, uh, maybe like you have a you may, you have a better memory than me. That's gonna be right now. Um, what was the last time the Jazz had two consecutive uh, like were the same year? But uh, Boozer was hurt that year, I believe. So uh, it stocked them alone, right? There, there wasn't any other year where the Jazz had two All Stars. Um, at the same time, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I, I it's probably back to Stockton and Malone. It's got to be right. Right, uh, Jeremy, there, was, there, there, there was those years, yeah, there was those years. Of, I memo was an all star one time, right? But it was a replacement situation, or what uh, was yeah, the, he, re- he replaced yeah, Boozer. So two thousand seven, it says Boozer and Memo were both named, but I, yeah, I don't know if they. So Boozer was five coaches, and well, then he got hurt, or he was hurt. One replaced the other, right? Replaced them, yeah. So they never, they didn't get to play uh, together. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, it's got to be stuck. So that's a, I mean, that's almost that, that's almost as long as our friendship, Logan. Stocked in the wall alone, longer actually. Yeah, that, that's what I always think is, is entertaining. Is like, yeah, as a kid, you grew up with. I grew up with the legend of Stockton Malone, right? Like, I caught like the tail end of it when you couldn't really appreciate it. But like, it's just funny because like so many people already just like rock their Stockton and Malone jerseys, and it's like, dude, how much do you really know about Stockton and Malone? Like, not a ton. Like, really, our heyday was like seriously Boozer, Williams, and O'Kerr. 
Yeah, I mean that. And that and that and little AK forty seven nonsense with uh, <laughs> memo mem, memo always goes down as my all time favorite jazz man. Like I just don't I don't care how many big time threes that I got hit from the scores booth. I mean it was just that's my favorite. Just love 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 some memo. Got nothing to do with anything at all that you asked. That's not the question you asked. But uh, man, just, the uh, money man. That's the, that's the one thing on Twitter. I don't see, that's the, the one thing I don't see enough love from the jazz fans on Twitter. They they're they're pretty good about like dispersing everything, you know, loving everybody. But there's just there's no memo love, and I don't I just don't get it. They're not. I don't understand how we how, how I don't know how we forgot about him. Like I mean, oh, he was the man. You know that uh, recency bias. I saw. I actually saw this argument. I want to say two weeks ago. Um, it was Bogdanovich versus uh, Memo, who people who thought oh, were, were better. Oh man. Okay, I love. I love what Boner's doing, but like memo, <laughs> not not yet, not He's not just yet. I've called him Boner. <laughs> I, I, if you follow my Twitter, I've been calling him Boner for a long no, time. I'm a Boner uh, pioneer. Yeah, Boner pioneer. Like Bosch, Bosch. I, I, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love the Jazz go bogey because it's just so nerdy in Utah. And this is the same fan base that called a guy horny for a bunch of years and didn't say anything weird about well, that. To, like, to be just, fair, bogey started from Indiana. Indiana fans called him bogey for a while, yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's a transplant I mean, nickname. <laughs> yeah, when a boner is just sitting, when a when a boner is just sitting there, you take advantage of it. I mean, it's just, it's just sitting there waiting. <laughs> I, I'm, I take I'm, advantage I'm, of the boner. I, I'm glad that you already dropped the the bullshit um, line earlier because um, uh, now I, I, I was it. I was thinking about editing it out and then I forgot to write it down. So I'm like, yeah, just put an e. Explicit. Yeah, we'll just, so we'll people just people will know what they're getting into now. Oh, so. sorry, I I didn't get. I'm sorry, I didn't ask the the profanity questions. <laughs> no, I figured if you invited, you're if fine, you invited man. me on, it was a it was it was a given. It was going to be a, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little risque. You're fine. I listen. I wouldn't to, say it. I I don't know if you if you either of you guys you guys follow like he used to be Go Go Gary Unicorn. Um, no, we know he Gary. Had, yeah, he dropped a. Well, I I don't know if Logan knows. Um, so I was just making sure, but. He dropped a podcast this this week called "Language is uh is uh oh man what is the last part of the title? Language is loaded. That's what it is. Got some alliteration in there, and it's all about the f word. And so it's just it's really fun. <laughs> it's just like if you yeah, want to have I, some I, fun. I, I actually, oh, I, yeah, I actually saw it on there. I just couldn't. I I, I like you know Twitter like loses stuff. I didn't go back and ever find it, but I saw the link. I'm sure if Gary did. Gary oh, yeah, just, just search right? language is loaded and it's freaking it's hilarious man hashtag and, uh, language uh, is loaded yeah. by <laughs> at gary lives on twitter so <laughs> yeah, yeah if, you, if we can give a plug i want to give a real good plug there so i know you want you, you want you want to plug gary the unicorn got it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what who who is look always looking to do kinky stuff man I, mean, I swear. Yeah. Before you got like up, people don't just don't people don't just pick it up on the broadcast as much because okay, we're we're usually fairly PG. <laughs> Everyone's got their own kink. Everyone's yeah, got not their Paul own George, kink. though. <laughs> no. um, so, um, Paul George, what? Yeah, this is pretty exciting. Like Paul George or Paul is Shore. <laughs> hey, I'm, uh, yeah, he's well, a I, point I, guard. Uh huh. <laughs> he's the weasel man. Um. So back Crazy. to um uh, All Star real quick. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Gary. Sorry, Jared. You were saying that, but this might be the first game that you watch in a while. Oh yeah. Um. Like I don't usually. The All Star game is usually pretty boring, you know, because it's not like it's not competitive until like somebody wants to win at the end. But this year, it's it seems like there's a lot of guys that, um, if Giannis especially seemed like he's stacked his team with good defenders, so he's like gonna be like guys we actually need to play defense and so that should be interesting like it's a it's a different spin different take on it um i mean the other team is pretty stacked talent wise but you've got guys like um like james harden who do nothing off ball for you so like um should be pretty interesting yeah i will i'm I'm deciding if i'm gonna watch the game live or not (laughs) (laughs) um i mean for me for me, like I, I actually don't watch the All Star Game very much, and uh, I'll probably watch it on DVR so I can fast forward through things. Because, I mean, the, there's 12 men rosters, and there's just not enough playing time for all 12 men. So, like a lot of times, uh, I, I remember the AK years, Boozer years, Okur years. Um, those guys didn't get, get very much playing time. Yeah, like they, they got like you know they got a little bit of run of the first, second quarter, maybe a little bit in the third, but like 
the last like 18 minutes, they would, couldn't sniff it because I mean, their games weren't really tailor made for the, the flash of the all-star game, you know, um, Darren got some good playing time, but again, like he probably wasn't closing the game out uh, in those years. Uh, Logan, be interesting like, to see what they do with the new format. Yeah, with the Elam ending, well, we'll see. I have, I have some doubts, but uh, Logan, um, how do you feel about um, uh, NBA All Star Weekend? Um, I enjoy Saturday night. I'll, I'll record that and uh, watch that back. I, I, I've always enjoyed that. I don't. Uh, I've never not liked the Saturday night, but the All Star game itself is trash. Um, I think that I think it's going to be way too confusing to keep track of this new scoring method. And they're going to like break it down every couple minutes to explain what the hell is going on. Uh, I still don't understand. I still don't understand what it means. How they're how they're keeping track. The only time I turn it on is, you know, close to the fourth quarter to see if they crack two hundred points. Um, <laughs> yeah, like we're, the, we're probably the, gonna have the, that the only. Yeah, the only goal I ever had. I mean, the, I mean, the Saturday night stuff is always good. Even when, even when they say the dunk contest is terrible, it's still worth a watch. And and there's not a whole lot going on right now, so it's a little bright spot in the the the, the desolate uh, landscape of this sports right now. Yeah, I understand. Um, I understand. Um, and like, yeah, for for those other listeners who don't understand what's supposed to go on, let me try to explain it as best as I understand it. So each quarter is going to be its own like little mini game. Like the winner of the quarter um, will get money for the charity. So if Team LeBron wins the first quarter, thirty to twenty-five, and then they they get the first quarter bonus. Second quarter, Giannis wins. Uh, thirty to twenty-eight. Um, uh, Team Giannis wins that quarter, and let's say third quarter, somebody wins by one point. Whatever they take the total of those three quarters and say it's like say it's one hundred to ninety-five, and whoever's at a hundred has to score twenty-four more points. Uh, they add twenty-four more points to the the top score, so a hundred, and whoever scores twenty-four points in the fourth quarter wins the other team about to score whatever the difference is between the scores i don't know if that makes sense the way i said it or not my yeah, my brain doesn't work as, the, as fast the 24 is supposed to be some kind of kobe tribute and i don't know if they were going to work in a number eight in there somewhere i can't i don't remember i don't think the eights yeah i think it's 24 i mean i 24 doesn't sound like a lot of points in an all-star game so no, <laughs> as it I doesn't point. so like the fourth quarter feels like it's gonna be like to 160 or something so yeah, so yeah. I, was, I was like 24 i was like all right i mean i guess if they assume that they're going to tighten up because they know they only have 24 points to get. So the, the problem I have with it is that like, say team LeBron scores five or points every quarter, 30, 25, 30, 25, 30, 25, whatever. The fourth quarter is almost over because that means um, uh, the team has, the other team has to score 15 more points plus on top of the 24. So I don't know. Uh, there's been some studies out there that the Elam ending is actually a really good way for sporting events to end. And I haven't really looked into it that much, but I'm like, Ooh, I can see this going really badly, but who knows? I mean, it's an all-star game. Like I'm not too bothered by it, you know, like, Oh, whatever. If they mess up the all-star game, who cares? You know, again, like none of the three of us are really going to shed a tear if the all-star game is not great this year. So exactly. Like it's kind of meaningless anyways. Yeah. Um, I feel good for Rudy. I feel good for. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, not kind of. It's completely useless. <laughs> it, it, is, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I feel good for Rudy. You know, getting his 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 all star bid. He's he's he deserves it two years in a row. Frankly, uh, Donovan's got his, and uh, he's he's got a popularity that you know you know if uh, Steph Curry, uh, sorry Curry, Clay, and James Harden don't get the votes one one year, Donovan's a guy that can step up and um, uh, maybe uh, be one of those top vote getters. Uh, sooner than later, depending on how his career goes. So that'll be nice that Donovan um, uh, is kind of getting his first taste here. Um, I really hope that they that because uh, I, I, we talked about Boozer, Occur, Carolico. Those guys only got one All Star appearance each, and they didn't really do a lot in it. Unfortunately, the All Star game is a game built with flash. You know, you, you want guys who are flashy, and Donovan has a game tailored way better for an All Star game than Rudy does. But still, hope that Rudy. Um, uh, uh, I mean, Lamarcus Aldridge is a Multi-time All Star, and he's you know nothing special in All Star game. So who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got an yeah, I've got an analogy for that. Like, what you know, it's like it's, it's like if you go back to high school, right? 
And like uh, Donovan Mitchell's like that cool kid who like moved in from out of state, like you know he's just a cool <laughs> kid, and everyone liked him from the beginning. And, and and if you went to high school in Utah, maybe they they were from a certain uh, you know demographic, and so they're supposed to be good at sports, and everyone loved him right away. And I mean, obviously, you know, some superstar potential, but some clear flaws in in, in what he's got. So his flash will match up. Whereas you know Rudy Rudy's more like that uh, that kid that grew up with all the cool kids, but they didn't like him. You know, but like he just kept grinding away and kept working, you know, like got a job, got himself a nice car, worked out, came back one summer with a six pack, you know, smart kid works hard in the class. They cheated off his test. And now, now I like that, like the, the, the cool kids like have to accept him, but they don't want to accept him. You know what I mean? So it's just, uh, that's, uh, you know, that, that's the way I see it. So he'll, he'll get us, he'll get a couple token minutes out there. And, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully Donovan just throws a bunch of lobs to, to Rudy. <laughs> Um, we'll see him. Uh, so, like we talked about the Saturday Saturday activities, right, Logan? Um, uh, and those are the fun things that uh, those are like the fun things to watch because you know they're just the little mini games that people play. They're they're trying to do change in formats to try to make it more exciting too. Uh, the three point contest, uh, as we talked, Boner here, um, which is not Booner, not Booner, but Bojan Bogdanovic was not invited. Um, neither none of the Jazz players were. Um, Even though we're I, the I saw, top NBA team in terms of three point percentage, yeah, yeah, and and it is what it, I mean. They, the Jazz didn't have the names. Uh, Bogdanovich probably is the mo- least, the most likely uh, Jazz player to be invited, but he wasn't. And I know people on Twitter were a little upset about that. But um, how do you guys feel personally about Jazz players being, yeah, quote unquote, disrespected about and not uh, asked to join those activities? We're we're not really. I don't know. We're not. I'm not part of that contingent that really feels like we need to feel disrespected and snubbed. It's kind of nice when when we are under the radar because I feel like we do more damage when <laughs> when we're under the radar and then people take notice and like we get a target on our back and then things like I don't know. You get a five game losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, how do you how do you feel about Jazz players not being uh, invited to these events? Yeah, I, I think I think that you're trying too hard if you feel like you've got disrespected by that game. I've al- I've always found that, or by the the event, I've always found it found it fascinating. Like, what it'd be like, like you're not an all star, but you're selected to show up for these events on like Saturday. Isn't that so weird? You're like not really an all star. Like they just kind of want you to entertain them. I, I, I've always find that dynamic like super interesting. You know, like they're not. It's just it's just, just kind of strange to me all around. I mean, when it's a young up and coming guys, I get that. But like, if you're not there, like. Like uh, Boner's got no reason to be there, so like he's just going to show up for the three point contest. It just seems. I mean, I know it happens, but it just seems bizarre to me. To I mean, if you're the rising stars, and they still even do that, I don't even know if they do that anymore. But with, with the with the the younger guys, oh, yeah. with the actual all star, yeah, yeah for actual all star, then that's either Friday it, night like, or something. I don't know that rising stars. Yeah, thing. It's, it's just always strange to me, and it, it's just strange to me when those guys show up and compete in the in those contests when they're not really. I don't know. It's just, it's just it's kind of peculiar to me. And the, the Jazz have a long history of people being in these events, though, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, Hornacek won it a couple times, the three-point contest, right? Yeah. Uh, so Hornacek's won it. I mean, my hell, Jeremy Evans eats free at Crown Burger for the rest of his life because of the dunk <laughs> contest. I mean, the guy the guy would have been a, like a, just, just a footnote and forgotten in history if it wasn't for that, like one of the for the for the dunk contest. We've had our fair share. They put Donovan Mitchell on the map years ago, so it's not as though we haven't had our chances, so um, yeah. I mean, if I if, if I if if I if I'm if I'm Adonis, I don't want to go all the way up to 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 Chicago for 20 minutes of work in the freezing yeah. ass cold. No, thank Especially you. Especially like, I wouldn't even take the is, invite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's and yeah, like I see it because um, I see it from that angle because if you are someone um, an all star, we can putting it together. Like they invited Devin Booker, and people were like, "Well, how how could they do that?" Number one. Devin Booker is already going to be there for Damian Lillard uh, in the All Star game. Yeah, throw him in there too. Why not? Uh, number two, like, yeah, it sucks that Bogdanovich didn't get invited two weeks ago. But you don't want it, you do you do not want to invite Bogdanovich the day before the event because yeah, he's probably already got vacation plans. Oh he yeah, definitely. I mean, Ru- Ru- Rudy Gobert was pretty upset by not making it last year, but he also got to spend a week on the France beach, so or yeah. whatever he whatever beach, yeah, he went wherever to. he went. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where he went. He the came back to beach. <laughs> he came back. He came back. He came back super, super tan. tan so. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, but it's just, fascinating. it's fascinating how he tans up. That's just a fascinating <laughs> topic that he t- that he tans up so well. <laughs> Dude, he, uh, yeah, he uh, goes he goes for a week and he's like super tan. <laughs> like, yeah, he's got he's, that he's, melanin. He's a different, different, yeah, I was about to make a, a melanin reference. I've never been beaten been beaten to a melanin reference before. That's the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um. But on the other hand, I mean, it is fun. Like, it would have been nice if uh, Bogey was invited to uh, the three-point event because, you know, it, w- it would have gave, you know, maybe me more of a reason to watch. I remember being a kid, though. Like, the thing is that, like, when I was, uh, what, Horny was 96. So when I was 12 and Hornacek was um, in the All-Star game, uh, three-point Wait, contest. You I were 12 that. and Horny? What What's the story about? And... um <laughs> And so, like, I, I was really excited when that um, uh, when uh, Jeff Hornacek got to got to shoot, you know, three pointers, and I got to watch it. And I was excited when he won. And it does take it away from young jazz fans to, to experience that. And so, I, I know that NBA players um, uh, would rather, you know, I, I don't know, not all. Like, Joe talks about it a lot. Like, he's never been asked, but he also doesn't fight for it because, you know, he gets to go spend a, a week in Australia. I'm sure the game ended Wednesday night and Thursday morning. He had already had tickets to go back oh, home to Australia. You know. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So uh, last that, last All Star break, um, uh, buddy of my, uh, uh, actually my cousin's husband, uh, he works at he works at the airport down south in in Provo, and he actually saw Joe last time, and Joe signed his hat like he was on the way somewhere. He's like, I didn't realize I must have interrupted his FaceTime with the, with Renee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just like, so, oh, that's wild. Yeah, and like and, and Joe's nice enough, and like, and, that, and like even uh, Donovan and Rudy. Um, you know, the game will end Sunday night and they'll still have, they don't play till Friday, you know, the yeah. 21st, but oh, yeah, you they know, got time. Yeah. I mean, er, their, their teammates get nine, eight, eight, eight days off and they'll get four days off, but like that's half a vacation that, you know, everybody else gets. And I'm sure they, they don't mind it cause they, they want to be all stars. They want to do this stuff, but you know, the first time, second time is cool, but it does wear on you cause it's a long season. These guys are playing basketball and they need, they need time off. So. Um, well, I'm sure. I'm sure the first few days of All Star Break are just going to be relaxing and partying yeah, for them. I mean, I mean, there's there. It's not work, but it's also they still have to go to events. They still have to be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Donovan, I think, is uh, either announcing the dunk contest or he's doing some sort of um uh, oh. PA for for the world. I want to say Rising Stars game. He's doing some sort of announcing somewhere. I saw oh, okay. on All Star Weekend, and so I mean, that's that work. That's an hour of work. You know that you have to. Uh, prep yourself for, yeah. And that so, interesting, um, actually. And, and plus, they got media days where they have to go and just—they don't have to ask or answer tough questions, but they still have to answer frivolous questions like, "Oh, how do you guys feel about being in the cold?" You know, or um, <laughs> "How do you guys feel about your first All-Star game, Rudy?" And they have to give the same answers over and over again for a whole bunch of different audiences. So, so, yeah. so we're going to see Donovan do like a CJ McCollum type thing where he's like, "Oh, blah blah blah," <laughs> you know. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, uh, I mean, Dave's gonna be there giving a concert, so who knows? Oh, that's right. No, 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 still, no that kind of no. sucks. He's still gonna go give the give the concert, even though he's injured. That that kind of blows. I think he wants to do that. <laughs> well, I guess it it, it is pretty good self promotion, honestly. Oh, yeah. uh, was that Logan? Sorry. Yeah, it was Logan's answer. I would say none, none, none of it's work you have to be sober for, so that's the important part. <laughs> that's, uh, that's true. And and I, and I wonder what that court smells like, like on Sunday once they finally play. I don't know if you guys are around someone who's like sweating the booze off. Like it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a pleasant smell. I think there should be some inside scoop there. What is the, how does it smell on the court? Oh All Star Weekend. I don't think we want to know. Game? Oh no. I think we're all. I, I feel like I'm onto something. What was it? Uh, drawing our test? Get, drinking Hennessy? Drinking Hennessy at halftime? He admitted it. I'm, uh, well, I'm you can find out firsthand a... when, when the All-Star game comes to Salt Lake City again. Know. I'm trying to get my 2023 um, a press pass for the All-Star game. So I'm, <laughs> hopefully by then we'll, we'll, we'll be able to know. So. Before, well, I don't know if you'll be able to smell the court from up there where they have the press sitting now. Like. Only on All Star Weekend will you smell that high. That's that's the telltale sign right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, we got to take a real quick break. We're going to come back and we'll have some more um, uh, just uh, off the wall everything talk with Logan Cox here. So one second, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to this episode. Also, thanks to our Utah sponsors, the Off Broadway Theater in downtown Salt Lake, and the Great Room Escape in Layton, Utah. 
If you have a second, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and all other podcast platforms. It helps us podcast out, and we will enter all written five-star reviews into a drawing for free tickets to either the Off-Broadway Theater or the Great Room Escape. Just write a five-star review, and you'll be entered to win. And we're back, folks. We are still hitting them high notes. I'm uh, here with Jared Barker, of course, and I'm... uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of another Game of Thrones moniker, but my brain is just not working uh, as as well as it used to. I'm still here with Logan Cox. Um, uh, that's his real last name, right? Yes, C O C K S. Yep. <laughs> that's how he does. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, it's good that you were already born with a good porn uh, pornography name. So. <laughs> yeah, a uh, pornography name yeah. oh wow wow is that like classing it up he doesn't just do pornos he does pornography <laughs> um uh don't 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 short don't short change me my letters i do pornogra- pornography yeah all of it not just pornography <laughs> um uh all right logan so i'm over here uh i don't know if you listened to last week's episode last week's episodes were very depressing the jazz had lost five in a row some of them were like real questionable like you know a, a, a raucous team without their stars. The episodes? Wow. Wow. Um, I don't know what I said. <laughs> uh, the Blazers, some, uh, the, the Nuggets being down seven men, that was a pretty big loss for the Chaz. I mean, the Jazz oh, lost five man, in a row. Was, and, that was wild. And I'm on the train of like, I never, I don't get too high. I don't get too low. Uh, even after the five game losing streak, I mean, I don't, I mean, Logan, you grew up with me. <laughs> we used to be like, after Jazz games, we would throw things, we would get super mad, like we go for drives. Um, I I no longer you guys like fight each other, right? No, no, he's he's always bigger. Than no, that, 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 that's a true story. Like it, it would get like okay, who and I never fought, but like there was there was sometimes uh, I don't know if Fat Chris will ever get on here, but there was <laughs> it, 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 it would it would it would get wild, man. Like we would get so angry at each other. Who talks about like driving? I'm always driving, but maybe like aggressively walk somewhere. There wasn't any driving going on, but oh uh, man, I want to go that. I, I do like twenty mile drive sometimes. I just drive like west. I was just driving I you west. Say you like almost drove into a wall or some crap like that. Like, <laughs> no, what? no, no. I just drove like just like these yeah. little back roads. I didn't know where I was or anything. So um, I don't really like, get so mad. He's been crashing uh, yeah. this. And um, uh, we talked you were to, uh, somewhere in Hooper. You were somewhere in Hooper. Yeah, right, right. I talked to uh, we talked to life on a on a plate. How like he said his mood was just always so down when the Jazz would lose, and he had to tr- try to find ways to counteract that. Um, and I know after that, like I know there's still a lot of Jazz fans out there who feel that way now. Like that that five game losing streak really hurt. Um, and I was never really worried, but um, uh, I don't know. Dragon, uh, Dra- I was calling it Dragon Squatch, Logan Cox. Um, uh, you kind of talked about how you thought there might be some um, uh, discussion of that that five game. Losing streak um, has some merit. Uh, no, please call me. Please call me Mr. Dragon. That's what I prefer. Yeah, it's high notes, puff. There's there's a lot of like uh, THC under undertones <laughs> here, um, yeah, which I'm yeah, totally yeah. fine with. Which is an, which is an, which is another podcast. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, the blunt podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a podcast. Um, it's a uh, it's I, I, obviously we live in the the era where everything is overblown and people like absolutely just lose their shit over things. So I don't think it's like you know Connolly's the worst to blow it up, but I think there I think there was cause for concern because you know we were struggling. I mean we we, we really what was it eighteen to twenty or something we ran off right? It was some ridiculous streak we were on while Connolly was out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we and, and won then, like then, nineteen to twenty one. I think it was like yeah, yeah, so, won nineteen games and lost two or something. Yeah, yeah, not not eighteen to twenty, nineteen to twenty one. Make sure you that math right. Um, but uh, <laughs> they, uh... <laughs> what maybe seventeen of nineteen? I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe I got my numbers wrong. But oh, they, the percentages uh, are so off. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm just saying that I think like the actual total. Like I think we won like an extra game. Is what I was saying. Like, <laughs> I, I, either way, it was a shit ton. We can all agree it was a shit ton. Yeah, it was a lot. So it was, yes, yes. It, it, so it was. It was. It was a lot of games, and then obviously Connolly was out, so it kind of fueled the fire of you know is Connolly. You know. You know. Oh let, my let, goodness. Let, 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 
let Connolly burn. And, and the other part was, though, those teams, a lot of those teams, it was a real... The Moutier stands were out, and they were like, he's better than Conley. <laughs> yeah, but, but but it was also a soft... There was a lot of soft soft spots in the schedule, too, right? So, yeah, beating absolutely. the hell out of a lot of... Ba- beating the hell out of a lot, a lot of, about a, We're beating about a lot... Beating a lot of bad teams. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And then, we were, and then, we were crapping then, on those yeah, terrible teams. <laughs> yeah, and then so then Conley comes back to schedule. I mean... We didn't know until after the fact that they were going to sit the Rockets were going to sit all their guys, right? And Portland only had seven guys one night too, didn't they? But there's a whole bunch of these weird things, and but this, these were actually yeah. better teams. And we start we start struggling, uh, and it was just I, I think it was just concerning, uh, not 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 to the level that we got to blow it up, right? Or just, uh, but I, I think there was some concern there because he there the the, the facts are up until recently when Connolly plays it, it's been hard to mesh. I'm not saying you blow it up and get rid of the guy, but it, it, it is a concern that we just have a hard time. We we had a hard time meshing with him. And all of a sudden, you know, my mindset was, you know, we, we beat a bunch of bad teams. Can we beat the good teams? So again, over-exaggerated, I think, but I, but I also, I, I don't think it was completely unwarranted if that makes sense. Right. I think it was a worthwhile, you know, thought activity to have, but not to the level of which, you know, Everyone, all everyone wanted a year ago was Connolly, and now it's just like, uh, get rid of Connolly. It's just, it's, it's, it's humorous to watch the, the shift in it. But uh, I don't know. But those, that, that's my take. That's it. Uh, yeah, you actually, you, really, uh, you actually had a really fun. Uh, Go ahead, sorry, one more time. No, I'm just saying in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. <laughs> um, uh, I, I was gonna say because like I didn't remember you you tweeted out something really funny that made everybody laugh. It was like I'm a what what did someone expect? What did someone do that you expected? And it was different than what you expected. And, people, and you said um uh, Jazz fans who wanted Conley, and then Jazz fans actually got Conley or something to that effect. And that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, that was pretty. Good. It was more Gary, more 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 Gary the unicorn plug. There was something about. Uh, it was something about jazz fans' favorites. And they listed all their favorites, and I think I said Mike Connolly until they got Mike Connolly. Yeah, that was it <laughs> exactly. So that's perfect. Um, yeah, and um, uh, that, I think there is the. So I guess my level of concern is not was not as high because I, to me, I've and I've said this many times to many different people that this jazz team, as they are constructed, are not a team that I believe have the greatest chance to win the championship this year. And I've made my peace with that. I'm okay. If the Jazz were to get uh, to lose in the first or second round again this year, it would not ruin my summer. And so seeing them struggle a little bit, seeing them fall to the fourth seed to where I kind of thought, I mean, they're actually doing a lot better than I I thought they were going to to be by at this point of the year. Problem is that the, the rest of the West has also gotten better as well and so um man people are gonna come at you and be like if it doesn't ruin your summer are you a real fan or some crap like that i walk <laughs> that's fine they can come at me if they want no, no, P- people coming at me has never bothered me before but um come at me, bro. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, again it's just one of the things that my expectations like if the jazz won i think they have a chance i think they have a bunch of chance but some things have to fall their way. But I mean, I, I look at it now. I mean, I look at the the two through six seating, and I just don't see any easy outs in in that way. Like you're not going to get an easy series from anybody. And if you get the Lakers on a bad week, you might be able to steal two to three games, and then you have a chance. But I mean, we saw the Jazz just get you know demolished by the Lakers twice already. Uh, once with the Lakers coming to Utah on a back to back. Uh, in altitude, and they still demolish the Jazz. So you, um, you got to remember, though, we never had a full complement of players either of those games. So I mean, we have maybe a little bit better of a chance than we did, but we're also cool. see forty minutes of LeBron and forty minutes of AD. I was so. gonna say they lost by like they lost by like they were down by twenty points in the fourth quarter. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty. I know. Pretty, what, I, I'm not trying to say that like we're, we're definitely gonna win. Or something like that. I'm saying maybe it's a different look, you know. It's a different look, but I mean, I mean, they just were just like run off the court, like it wasn't even close at all. Like at, at no, no point in the game, they, they go, boy, but they boy, ran off the court. Took, they ran off the court, took their shoes off, ran back on the court, got bowler jack all worked up. <laughs> so bad that LeBron gave his shoes. LeBron gave his shoes away to somebody, and then started getting wild. It was the only time I ever heard bowler team bowler a bowler jack audio clip 
on the ESPN homepage is when he had a meltdown over. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the, it's just the disrespect of being on there in his socks. Yeah. So, I mean, if the playoffs started today, I mean, I don't think the Jets have a chance. To, and I, it's a long season. We have, you know, two more months before we get to the playoffs. I mean, stuff can change. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if Epe Ude comes back to, to the Jazz in the buyout market. I don't know if the Jazz get anybody in the buyout market. Uh, who knows? Uh, but I think the I got, Jazz. I've, I've got a, I've, I've got a question for you though. Who? So you say I, I'm in agreement. Like uh, you know, so the, the, for the last what five years, it was the un, the unbeatables were the Warriors, right? We just there's no way we're ever beating them. Right. And you just essentially said one through five is pretty stacked, pretty loaded, correct? And That's and, right. and uh, so 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 the Lakers kind of sort of feel like we can't beat them. But I don't know that I don't feel like we can't beat the other teams, though. Like, they are stacked, but so are we. We're, I we're feel like the Clippers well, are but... a better matchup for us. Like, because they don't have yeah. anybody who matches up well with Rudy. I think the Jazz could be. Like... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Logan. Go ahead. No, sorry, that was pretty terrible. I mean, I asked you a question, and I started getting my own answer. Just <laughs> I was going to say, terrible, uh, ter- terrible guess. I do think the Jazz can beat, um, uh, you know, if the Jazz got matched up with, the, say, the Rockets in the first round, do I think it'll be easy? No. no. Do I think they could win? Probably. I, I, I think they have a chance. I think they could beat the Rockets in six or seven. But then the yeah, next I think series it's more is, winnable this year than last year, yeah. Okay. And then, but then the next series is the Clippers or the Thunder or the Nuggets, right? Like, okay, okay. Uh, An- another. I think, I think the Thunder is is more winnable than the Rockets. Like, well, yeah, but as, again, these are, but if you told me that if, if, if you, if I, if I came back in a time machine right now and said, Hey guys, I came back in the future, the Thunder beat the jazz in the first round in seven games. I wouldn't be shocked is what I'm saying. Like, I think the yeah. jazz do have chances, but I think the jazz could lose to a lot of these teams as well. That's true. It's, uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's fair. It's fair. It's, I, I, I'm not showing the book on anybody, but I'm saying it's going to be hard. And then they have to do that. You know, in the Western Conference, fi- and to and to get to the finals, you have to do it three times in a row against three tough opponents. So I'm just saying it's hard, and it's it's not yeah you for, know, it, for sure yeah. So it's not it's not that that the Warriors are there anymore. That's unstoppable. It's not that the you have you know four, five, six tough matchups in the West, and this is hard to do that three series in a row. You know, on a consistent basis. Yeah, That's it doesn't fair. feel impossible. It doesn't feel impossible anymore. Which in a weird way feels like an upgrade. It doesn't right. feel likely by any stretch, but it doesn't feel impossible anymore. Like, yeah, and, th- and that's what I'm at. They, like, and, yeah, unless, unless you have what happened to the, unless you had what happened to the Warriors in the finals last year where just everyone dropped like flies at the same time, like it was, they, they just, they, they weren't beatable. It was impossible. You knew it was impossible. And they just, it, so yeah, not, not likely. Still don't feel good about it, but just doesn't feel impossible, which is a strange, just strangely feels like an upgrade. That's the, the statement you made earlier is that, you know, the West is so loaded. Take that phrase. You, you could ask when was that asked? Twenty years ago? Five years ago? And that's the that's the, the common phrase over and over again. The, the West is always so good. Like it's just it never changes. So I don't I, I don't know. So I mean, you said you said this year doesn't feel like their year, but I mean, do you think that next year does? And if so, what 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 changes next year to make it? I mean, I don't know. If, if that's the case this year, I don't see any of those teams changing too much. I mean, most of those teams are pretty stacked and. uh not going anywhere for a while. I mean, LeBron's as old as we are. That's the one, the one particular case, maybe, but those other teams aren't going anywhere. So yeah, right. yeah, man, we're old. We're old. We've talked about this already. <laughs> um, we are old. I, I do. I'm a, younger than us, right? So, um, uh, so I and I have I've got a record saying that um, if the Jazz's window to win a championship wasn't this year, it's going to be next year. And I and believe the Warriors in tr- are back next year, right? And, and I believe in internal growth. I mean. Um, uh, I believe the Jazz another year together with their core. You know, I thought you seven. just said eternal growth, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so they're you know the core seven being together another year and core the, I mean, seven. We, oh, we, we've we've seen it. Um, uh, the, you know, Hold on, what? we've gone what from core seven to core four to core seven. Okay. Well, I mean, we, we know what the core is, right? Am I am I not wrong? We know what the core for the Jazz is: Chris yeah, Rudy, Boyan, Joe. Royce, Donovan, uh, Conley, and looks like Clarkson now. And then okay. the Jazz will next year add a, a piece probably with MLE. Uh, we'll probably have the biannual. So the, the, this year, the Jazz bench was a huge, huge detriment to them. And they only had minimum contract guys. Next year, they'll have exceptions to play with to bring other people in and, and bring other people in. And plus, they'll have the first round draft pick. 
So just a way to get more I thought, talent. I thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Clarkson was a free agent next year, and he's going to keep the cost of somebody. I thought I read somewhere that on Twitter. Uh, he's a free agent, uh, restricted, but the Jazz have bird rights. So if Jordan Clarkson likes his fit here, um, the Jazz can go over the salary cap to, to match his money. So. Yeah, it, for it, sure. What I'm saying is that that, that 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 cuts into more money, right? So they may not have a ton of money. Uh, the Jazz could use know. their the Jazz could use their exception first to pick up a free agent, and then because they, they'll still be over the salary cap, they can still be over the salary cap to sign Jordan Clarkson. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Pretend like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, we, well, we'll like talk about. But, I mean, like, it's, it's not. It's not the end of the world. I mean, it, there is a little bit unlikely because it will push the Jazz closer to the tax. But if the Jazz feel like they have, you know, a couple, uh, a couple of ten guys that they feel comfortable uh, comfortable with, they'll probably pay the tax again. You can pay it for a year, and this isn't Greg Miller's Jazz anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm a so I'm a real quick. You know he, how he famously said, "We pay the tax once, so we're never doing it again." <laughs> well, I'm um, uh, um, we talk about the playoffs, right? This year, the, we had the, the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Jazz, Rockets, Thunder, Mavericks, and right now the Grizzlies with the Blazers, Spurs, and Pelicans kind of chasing that A spot. If you guys could build a path for the Jazz to get to the finals. What three teams uh, you think the Jazz would have to face to get there? Uh, I'm gonna go something like first round. First round. Let's go Thunder, Nuggets, Clippers. Okay, yeah, and that that's that's probably doable. So, like, the Jazz would have to get a three-six matchup with the Thunder. Um and, yeah. and then the two, two three with the nuggets. With the nuggets and then the Clippers will have to beat the know, Lakers, yeah. beat the Lakers and upset somewhere. So all right, yeah, it could happen. How, is that does that sound like a good uh, path path uh, for you, um, uh, Logan? Rocket Rockets Nuggets Lakers Rockets Nuggets Lakers. Ooh, see, and, and like again, if the Jazz got to the Western Conference Final against the Lakers. Call it fifty fifty until until we see it, you know. Like, and honestly, if we beat the Rockets, people are gonna have tons more respect for us because they'll be like, they kept getting eliminated by the Rockets, but oh wow, they beat the Rockets! Wow. Will they though? Because that, now the the Rockets are kind of like that. No, that they're gonna look, Yeah, offense. that's true. They will. They'll be like, oh, I guess this proves that the Rockets experiment failed. Yes, the yeah, Jazz we, beat them. Like we know what the narrative will be. be like yeah. national narrative will be. It'll be all about the Rockets. But will you feel good if the Jazz? How about that, Jared? I'll ask you: Would you feel good if the Jazz beat the Rockets in six games in the first round oh, in a four-five matchup? Great. I'd feel great. Would you I mean, feel? I would, like, not feel w- I would not feel great about the fact that we'd have to face the Lakers in the second round. But. <laughs> would, would that legitimize the Jazz for you as a championship contender with a Rockets win? Uh, to me, that would show that we excise some demons. I mean, I would not immediately think that we're going to beat the Lakers just because we beat the Rockets, though, because I think that. You have to treat each playoff series as, you know, a, a game of matchups. And I don't know how well we match up with the Lakers, even though they don't have a great, like they're not as good seven deep as we are, right? Like they're fifth, sixth, and seventh guys. I don't guys know anymore, man. Like I no, used to think well, that they were not that good, but they just win so many games, even with just some, because uh, well, they play well, I big. Think their top two is far and away better than our top two. Right. Like that's that's easy, easily said. But I don't think that they're necessarily their four, five, six, you know, three, four, five, six are better than our three, five, four, six, seven guys. So I'm trying to think if that makes a difference because it hasn't shown it so far in the season. Like, yeah, the they're, 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 they're one and two are a long way ahead of our one and two, though. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Significant gap between our one and two. And that, that, that may yeah, be that's enough. true, which is true. Um, but I think that if you play the matchups, then. Like coaching wise, we definitely have an advantage. So that's going to help us. And I think in a series, um, I mean, obviously LeBron is a great coach to have on the floor already, but Frank Vogel, eh, you know, Caruso, is he going to be able to, to play minutes in the playoffs and not be just a complete detriment to their team? I don't know. Like, 
Uh, I mean, the Lakers have. I mean, the Lakers haven't been doing it with smoke and mirrors. The Lakers have been. They're like yeah, the fourth but it's a regular season, though. Regular season, the playoffs are two completely different animals. Like I don't. Yeah. Vogel, I don't. Vogel was also the Vogel was also the coach of the pa- the Pacers when they made some decent finals runs, but they were just running into LeBron back then, right? So I think LeBron, Vogel, I think Vogel, I mean, that Lakers team Vogel, is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's again not impossible. Again, like we, it, it's not. I'm not trying to be a. I'm not uh, trying to say that, the, that we're going to necessarily the, 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 the beat the Lakers. Old. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that's yeah. the thing. I I wouldn't feel terror. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel that we are. I don't think I would even favor us in that matchup. I'm just saying that it feels. It definitely feels more doable than the Warriors. Like that year that we made it the second round and we were going to face the Warriors. I'm like, I'm not going to feel that bad about it. Like that's because I, I was like, oh crap! Now we got to face the Warriors, and then we just get swept. You know, it was just was yeah. Well, that, that Warriors team had you know four four All Stars and four All Famers yeah. on it. So, oh yeah, yeah. You know, and pl- plus like, and we talked about this before how the Golden State bench was awesome for them. You know, Iguodala, oh, yeah. we should make fun of now, but he was an amazing bench bench piece. Sean Livingston, like, that's that's what the the Warriors that was are the death now. lineup. That's the death that lineup. Them, uh, they had no, they have nobody. Um, even if they had a healthy Clay and Steph. I don't know how I would be, how the Warriors would be fair right now because they just have nobody else on that team. So I don't know. So well, to, to, to circle to circle back to a point in the in the in the very first segment, which was uh, on Daryl Morey and his revolutionary way of looking at basketball. You just, you just stated very clearly the best lineup. The, the Warriors did this already. He's not doing anything different. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Warriors' best lineup is, is when Draymond Green is playing center. Now I understand that. He, He's not afraid to get down there and mix it up, but that guy's not. I mean, it's not much different than playing PJ Tucker at center as far as size goes, right? So, their best lineup was the Eagle all on the floor, well, too, correct? I, I also think that, I mean, you can, that's giving PJ Tucker a heck of a lot of credit. I mean, Draymond is a Hall of Fame role player. I do not think PJ Tucker sniffs that at all. Like, his, their games no, are completely I'm, I'm, different. I'm, 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 saying, I'm saying the idea, though. The idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The small ball. ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. small ball. Yeah. No, no right. well, there's, 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 yeah, there's, there's a lot of guys on the, yeah, the rosters don't match up at all. I mean, there's, as you guys just laid out, there's a million better great players. Not a million, there's quite a double the great players on the Warriors that the Rockets had. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. the idea that it's this, rev, this revolutionary idea, it's just, it, it's almost, it's, it's fascinating. It's like, it's like the two minute offense, right? Also, like, like we can also move the ball and do it all the time. Then you shoot threes, and it just, it's just, hey, we, we, we play our best with no center in the game, and. He's just taking that what Daryl Moore has amplified like the the wild parts of the game and just like dug into it and it's, it's not really too shocking. So right, it's like he doesn't he doesn't have a bogut anymore or he yeah he basically is like well yeah we're just gonna bench this guy instead of benching him he's like oh, we'll just trade him away because he's like the only asset we have that's worth anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as we end the podcast here, I, I did promise some uh, Mr. Cox here that he's going to have some time here. He wanted to speak about a, a player um, uh, no longer uh, with us, but um, he wants some time to talk about him. So go ahead, Logan. Well, yeah, that's an odd, that's an odd segment. Uh, yeah, so just I know that uh, not, not, the, not the first guy to talk about Kobe, uh, but I think that it, it just, it's uh, it's interesting you watch this stuff shake down and take place like uh, the, the range of emotions. I mean, I think who's known me for a long time? I usually don't get worked up or bothered over the celebrity stuff or the uh, – you know, sometimes intentionally and, 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 you know, go against the grain when it comes to what the, the norm of culture is. But it was, it was, it was such a strange, it was such a strange, hard set of emotions to work through. Um, and I, I don't know what all of it was. I try to be introspective and look back and see all the parts. And, and, and there's probably nothing I'm going to say that you already haven't heard somewhere else, but it's just, it was, it was, it was just, I don't know, you and I had some pretty good discussions about what it meant and what it looked like. Um, it's just, it's just crazy. That's the guy we grew up with, right? That was, even if we didn't like him at one point in time, I think most of us did like him. Uh, that's, you know, I still remember when he was in the slam dunk contest and he, uh, you know, it was so cool because he won the slam dunk contest and he was taking brandy to the prom. I was like, Oh, this guy's so cool. And you know, you loved yeah, him. Dude, initially. That was, that was wild. Him. Yeah. And then you hate it. Then they just hated him. Like hate, like hated him for years. Just absolutely hated oh. him. Like he was, he was just the absolute worst. And then, the, the the moment that I found odd for me was, and I, I'm not the first one to feel like this, but when he was his last game, right? Like the Jazz already had been eliminated from me. Like you still don't want to go down to Kobe. You're like you still don't want to, you, you don't want it to happen. But then you find yourself, I found myself like rooting for 60. Like, and it was just one of those weird moments where like you just, 
you start to, I, at least for me on a personal level, you start to evolve. And I think that's the, the, the part about Kobe that's been so interesting to me. And maybe I'm overblowing it, but it's just to watch him, watch him evolve as a person. And I think in my own personal life to evolve all, uh, around the same time, you know, none, neither one of us being perfect people, uh, having some pretty major flaws in our character, but just trying to become better people. And it just, it's like, if you look at the player that he was and the persona he had when he played compared to the guy that we saw post career, it's it's just mind blowing to watch just how he became so lovable and likable, right? Like it's just it's truly it's just truly remarkable to me to see, you know, what he did and 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 how he how he took that stuff on. Um, it's just uh, I don't know. It's, it's, you start to draw parallels sometimes when you maybe you shouldn't draw them, or just you're stretching for things. But I don't know. Just he he was a guy who. Um, he was relentless, man. And like, he didn't care. Like he was relentless in everything. And, and, and so many times in my, in my own personal life, I feel like I have this, this ridiculous attention to detail. I won't give up and I'll be relentless. And all people tell you is, you know, leave the work at home, you know, it'll be okay. And you just, that, that can drive people crazy. and can be just really challenging to, to deal with and wrap your mind around. And so to watch someone who kind of reinforced that that was okay to be that, to, to put your head down and grind like that. And, and that's the way greatness is achieved. It was just kind of one of those interesting interesting things and i just i don't know I, to, to watch him evolve as a person and what seemed like as a man is just was i think that's that's why it seemed to hurt more because in my own life i felt like i was starting to do similar things right if, if I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer that as a human and as a person if you feel like you've uh, you you've achieved everything you can what what's the point of life at that point but evolve become better become great and to watch him outwardly show that stuff was just was interesting so it was just i don't know it was just nothing again nothing no one said before but uh you know, once once all of the the raw emotion wears off and people start to go about their lives and it starts to fade back, it's just I don't know. It's it, it's just it's one of those things where uh, definitely like took a took a hit on me more than I thought it ever would. So that's that's all I had to, to say about that. I appreciate you giving me a couple seconds. No worries, uh, Jared. I'm uh, how about Kobe for you? Oh man, uh, you know it's kind of hard to articulate how how much. Uh, I mean, he was our Michael Jordan, kind of like Logan was saying. He was the guy that, like, he was the guy. That he was the face of the league. He was so much to to a lot of people. And like, in in the wake of his death, like that that uh, you know the tragedy and shock and all of it kind of felt like it had affected a lot of people, and it almost felt like a princess die sort of effect. You know, like that one person dying affected so many people. And it was just, it was kind of amazing. And honestly, it made me realize how much I really appreciated Kobe and what his example taught me as a person. And I mean, I, I really started growing to love the guy too, especially, you know, it, it's crazy if you go, if you rewatch that, I mean, they rebroadcast his last game. I, the Jazz were playing at the same time, so I didn't really watch that. But I think I'm pretty sure that we we lost the actual game, and then that the rebroadcast. You know, we already know that we were losing, <laughs> and so like everybody on online was like, "Oh, double whammy, we lost and we lost." <laughs> and you know, people people as jazz fans, people lament, you know, being Kobe's punching bag. But it's almost like it's kind of cool for your team to be like a part of history and like I don't think Kobe was just trying to hang 60 on us. I legitimately think that that team um it seemed like they kept pat feeding him the ball and they're like go Kobe go. You know, they wanted to see Kobe score as much as he humanly possibly could um in his last game and it was just it's kind of a testament to like how much respect everybody had for Kobe and how much you know love and admiration they had for him. And I think, you know, hearing the stories about him being a father, you know, the moniker girl dad or whatnot uh, that keeps popping up about him. It was just like Kobe didn't do anything halfway and, and he seemed like a legitimately good father. Um, and it's, it's really, it's, it's a travesty that his, um, his kids will have to grow up without him. The ones that didn't, you know, Gianna obviously went down in the crash with him, but it's 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 really um you know it's heartbreaking 
that uh, we lost somebody like that. And like, cause he seemed like he was legitimately had become such a great force for good. And there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of noise about, you know, his transgressions and stuff like that. And uh, like Logan said, he's not a perfect person. And, and once you start to look at somebody that way is like, they can't have flaws and they can't have ever done anything wrong. I think that's what's wrong with our society is that we start looking at, at things like they're black and white. And if somebody's ever done something wrong, then they can't be forgiven. And I think that's dangerous. That's dangerous territory. And I think the, you know, that's something that, that Kobe reminds us of is that, you know, you have to treat people like they're, they're human. You can't um, turn them into, you know, idols and stuff like that. And like, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me that, I mean, our society seems like we're going, in some ways we're going backwards. Try to look at things black and white instead of seeing the whole picture just doesn't make sense. All right, then. Well, um, uh, I have no other um, uh, way to end the podcast, and that was great. Thank you guys for sharing um, uh, some Kobe stuff. Thank you, Logan, for um, uh, wanting to talk about Kobe and share your experiences because, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's it's changed you, obviously. You and I have personally texted about how it was one of the weirdest deaths in our lifetime. Like, it's one of those, like, there, there are a few deaths in your lifetime that kind of change you. I think the last one, I know people talked about Michael Jackson died was another big one for them, you know? So, uh, you know, so that's, uh, it is what it is. We, we grew up um, uh, with Kobe in our lives. We, we were there when he was drafted. We were there uh, when he passed away. So, yeah, I mean, I can see how, uh, for me, it's, uh, you know, it's a sign of mortality. And so I, I understand how that could be effective so but um uh sorry if that but i hope that didn't bum everybody out um uh thank you no, for, but, uh, but, but, but 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 the one I thing the you one thing was like, more what, than what, any of us what, who what? you you know you know mortality better than most yeah uh i'm sorry what was that Logan? no what what, what uh, the, the one big the one big thank you and shout out goes out to twitter though i mean that that's the thing that's amazing like in this age like i was thinking back to the situation i like, think about all the stuff that like the fest pool it can, it can be, it can also bring like this amazing stuff to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the, 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 the clips, the clips and the footage and the stories. I don't know if you guys read the story about the kid in Phoenix with the, with cancer that he showed, he showed up there and, and he did the stuff for the kid. And then he said, no PR when, when Kobe could have just used that PR, you know, I mean that he could have used that kind of pub, but he was, the story was, he did that all the time, but didn't let anyone know. I mean, and then the videos and the clips and all sorts of stuff that gets you to think about like, as much as it can be just like such a, 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 a with that with that amount of information at once it can be so dangerous and damning at the same time it can be so awesome to see all this different stuff and just to really challenge the way you think about so many things like him as a player and then him as a person and all those things so it was, it, it, it's just cool to be able to to have that that uh, at our fingertips because so many times like you said it just it gets used for negativity right but it, it's just so cool to see it all come together and pull so much positive from it too in certain situations so yeah, it was um uh uh yeah. So the power the power of positive social media. The power of positivity. The power of positivity. It's a new day. <laughs> yes, it is. It's um, a new day. Yes, it is. Six <laughs> times, seven times, seven uh, times, seven times. Time. World famous. Time. Um, uh, Logan. Course, um, uh, course, course, course seven. Course seven. <laughs> Well, Logan, thanks for coming on, man. It's always fun to talk to you. I mean, little history before we have to end because our time is running short. Um, uh, Logan and I used to do um, uh, this in his basement all the time. We make our own little um, uh, around the horn um, uh, or PTI type shows, and we just did it without cameras, without recording anything. We just did it because we wanted to. And then um, uh, I got to, I went to college, and um, I got equipment to actually record stuff and learn how to edit video and stuff. And we actually put together YouTube videos of, of us um, uh, uh, doing uh, sports shows in the middle of the <laughs> summer. Um, so, I Sasquatch mean, this is kind sports. of where... Right, it's not squash sports. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, we would just get together and do this in, in uh, our garages, you know? So, um, this is kind of our... This, this is sort of the... This podcast is the evolution of that. So, uh, thank you for helping me um, uh, get to where I, I am today, actually. Dream come true. Yes, it, it really is. It really is. I, I mean, we talked about the jazz. Like we would do this some, uh, uh, just for fun, and now I get to do it. You know, for the, the airwaves, I guess. So, 
Uh, Logan, the, the, only, the, 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 the only difference is we don't have starry-eyed surprise to play between conversations. So, oh, other yeah. than that. Uh, listen for the breaks. Who knows? Maybe I'll play it. Lead him forward. Is that her name? What was her name? I don't know. Uh, never mind. I won't, Paul, I won't go that far. Right? Is Paul Oakenfold? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Paul Oakenfold that did that. Anyway. Did Paul uh, Walker's dead? What? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jared, uh, Jared, thanks for joining us as always. Uh, you can follow him at GoToThis49. Uh, he also runs the Instagram page at Jazz High Notes. Oh, yeah. Um, we need uh, some content for that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, uh, I'll, I'll be on Twitter at Jazz High Notes at Who Trust Superman, and hopefully, please, hopefully, by the next week, I will be better, a hundred percent. Like I, I am like at eighty percent right now, and still, that's hard enough to yeah to be, get to work and do stuff. You know, so. you'll be jamming to ACDC back, back in black. Yeah, Jordan flu, Jordan flu game. Jordan flu game. Yeah, I, I have a lot more respect if that was really the flu or whatever you had. game, the Jordan who game. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, no, like no, no, a, it, 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 it's it's the Who Corona Pod. Who Corona Pod? <laughs> the Who Corona Pod. That's the name of the pod. Who Corona Pod? Okay, that was good. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for joining. I'm gonna have a good All Star break. Remember, the Jazz don't play till next Friday, and it's it's okay. They're taking the vacation. It's okay if you take one too. It's fine, <laughs> folks. All right. Yeah. Quit your jobs and go wherever. Yeah. No, just you know, you know, watch something else. Catch up on Netflix what? or something. Netflix and chill. (laughs) What'd you say, Logan? (laughs) He said, slide into some some DMs. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shout out to the Jazz Gals pod. Slide into some Donovan Mitchells. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, uh, Well, thanks for joining, and we'll catch you guys next time.